Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach Riddle. I'm here with Laura Heck. Uh, I want to say Happy New Year again. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We're glad to have you. We are excited for 2022. We have a ton of very cool interviews lined up. I just landed another one today, which I'm excited to tell you about here pretty soon. For now, uh, one thing that you'll find out is that I am a word guy. I think about words quite a bit and what they mean, what they could mean, what they should mean. And I'm always trying to figure out a different way to understand maybe a normal concept. Today, we're talking about the concept of consent. Uh, Consent is really easy to think about when it comes to sex um, and intimacy, a little bit tougher when it comes to conversation and conflict, but we wander around in that a little bit today. I also want to say, if you're not yet following us on the Instagram, please do that. Probably have your phone in your hand right now. Go over to Marriage Therapy Radio and uh, give us a like as we chase our blue check. I also had a rumor that you can can rate us on Spotify. Please do that. Um, And only if you're going to give us five stars, of course, because this is our year. I'm sure of it. and we look forward to hanging around with you. For now, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around. Uh, your hair looks like really nice. You look handsome. I have this thing that I do. Uh, I, did I tell you about this? And I don't do it on purpose. It just has emerged as a pattern in the last few years. I shave my head in the summer. Yeah. And I grow it out in the winter. Yeah. Have I told you how I feel about no, you? I know you like it when I grow it out. I know you like it when I don't. I know you don't like it when I shave my hair. That's it's okay. true. I don't. I don't sorry. Because it, it gives really your it gives your head hair. length, like or or like it like leans you out. Especially, especially when I do this. yes, especially how you have it done right now. It's like trimmed, cut, and like clean on the sides, and then it's long on top. Mm-hmm. It looks nice. My daughter thinks I look like Doctor Strange. Well, your daughter doesn't know. She, you look very handsome. Um, can I ask you this question? I've been Doctor thinking. Strange is handsome. Is he? I'm gonna go Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. <gasps> Wait. I'm going to Google we've been, Hold on. Strange. We've been watching a lot of Spider-Man lately. In fact, I woke up this morning and my son was watching Spider-Man. And... Uh, I don't even know what that means. Isn't, isn't Professor Cumberbatch or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> Who am I talking about? I don't know. Uh, I don't know these sci-fi Marvel business. What was he watching? What was he watching? Spider-Man. Doctor Strange. But what was he watching? Uh, I don't know. It was like maybe the original one. Uh, okay. So here's the question that I have for you. I've been really kind of mulling this over because I've been, uh, I joined a marathon training group. That doesn't mean I'm going to run a marathon. It just means that I joined a group that intends to run a marathon. And I went for this run, um, people in the Pacific, like we got a big snow storm the last, I don't know, since Christmas, I want to say last couple of weeks. And 
it was blowing and it was so cold. It was probably like with wind chill, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 degrees. It was really chilly. And I went for this eight mile run with my running group, or they would say eight and a half. Apparently I have to like give anyway. And they said, this is the type of run that builds mental strength. And I've been thinking about the concept of like mental strength. And I kind of think aside from childbirth, I'm a weenie. I do not have a whole lot of mental mental strength or I don't know, like I give up pretty stinking easily. And I'm just wondering, like, how do you feel about your mental strength? And is that something that you think about? Yeah, I don't know if I call it strength, but I definitely think about it quite a bit. I mean, I, mm. I am pretty familiar with my the way my mind interacts with my body. Yeah. Um, and um, I have come to understand that for me, it, I have to tap into whether or not I want to do something. If I want to do something, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, but if I don't want to, then it's it's almost impossible for me to generate any kind of energy around it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that counts as mental strength, but... Yeah. 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 I, th- I mean, I think about the times in my life when I've been super motivated that that was the thing that I was hyper-focused on and I wanted to do and that like I was very... Running a marathon? Very motivated. I am not not motivated to run a marathon. I'm building. But in your life, strength. in your life, at one point, that was your thing. No. that you wanted to run a marathon. No, I, there are like three things in my life at some point where I can point to and say I was really motivated going to college. Like the the summer between okay. graduating from high school and going to college, I was obsessed. I was absolutely so totally motivated. I was going to be. The, I I mean, I saw my best self come out. And I've only experienced that probably like obsession or focus or like mental strength, toughness. I don't even resilience. I don't know how to describe it. It's not resilience, but it's just this laser focus, motivation, toughness. It was just toughness, like overcoming the hard setbacks like three times in my life. And it was kind of like you. It was the only time I was motivated. It was kind of like me. Well, like what you said, you're not going to, if it's not something that you uh, don't want. Anyway, I've just been thinking uh, a lot about that. I'll say this too. I've been uh, learning how to meditate. I think I told you this before. Two Ooh. things that are cool about that. One is it's actually just a really cool thing to learn how to do. I found an app that I absolutely love. It's by a guy named Sam Harris. It's called Waking Up. You should check it out. Wait, is it Sam Harris? Time. Sam Harris, the guy who, uh, Charity Water Sam Harris? I don't know. I think that's his name. I'll have to check it out. Um, the first time I tried to do this was last year. Well, I've tried many, many times to learn how to meditate and I've always failed because I just, again, I just didn't ever tap into the right kind of motivation. But okay, the the first time I tried with Sam Harris was about a year ago when I went to Cabo with my daughter and she was sleeping in and I was waking up in the morning and I would go out on the, on the balcony and I would like listen to these meditations. And you know how like sometimes you go, maybe like you go to Mexico and you have this like this is actually a true story. You go to Mexico, you have this one salad. It's like the best salad you've ever had in your whole life. And then somehow you're at a restaurant like a year later and you have a salad and it kind of tastes like the Mexico salad. And you're like, oh my God, this takes me right back to Mexico. Have you ever yeah. had that experience? Yeah. it's with- That's the experience I'm having right now as I relearn how to meditate with Sam Harris. Like I'm putting the Sam Harris meditations on and I'm yeah. remembering being back on the balcony in Mexico in the hot and kind of the cool. It's actually contributing contributing to my ability to learn how to do it. Yeah. But part of what he says is if you learn how to meditate and you kind of get it right, then, you know, take sensation, for example, if you're, if you're meditating and you're just sort of feeling the cushion on your, on your legs or something, Mm -hmm. like you don't notice the cushion on your legs until you start paying attention to it. 
And when you stop paying attention to it, you stop noticing the cushion on your legs. And he started, he started to kind of say, once we get this right, we can do that with sound. We can do that with pain. Mm-hmm. We can do that with emotion, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you start to notice that you're angry. You can pay attention to that for a little while and then you can let that go. Or yeah. you can start to notice that you don't want to run the eighth mile. Right. And you can pay attention to that for a little bit and then you can let that drift and then you can just sort of move on to the next thing that you're paying attention to. So I'm I'm getting, I'm kind of thrilled about learning this. So uh, is this like a free app? Is this something that you paid for? Does he teach you? Is it just like guided no, meditation? It's a, I think you can, no, I think you can download the app and start it. And then if you want to keep going after a week or something, you have to subscribe. What is the app called? It's called Waking Up. Oh, Waking Up. And it's not the guy I was thinking about is Scott Harris with Charity Water, not Sam Harris. Okay. But I was, okay. No, it's Sam Harris. And Waking he's actually up. a guy I've been kind of chasing to see if he can come talk to us because um, I think he has I think he has a lot to say. But yeah, if you're into it and if like maybe your news resolution is to kind of learn some mindfulness mm-hmm. and maybe you've tried before and it's not worked out, I am a huge fan of this app. My favorite day is day four. So just try it out for a week and see if you can get to day four or at least meditation four. I think you should change it a little bit. Hmm. So day four might actually be like day eight now. But um, but the fourth meditation is my favorite one so far uh, of about 14 that I've done. How much time does this take? Like how much time? Less than less than 12 minutes a day. Oh, this is so cool. I'm I'm yeah. like very inspired by you right now. Thanks. Uh, I, I try hey, I'm gonna, to. I want to have, can I want to have you inspired by one of my clients too? inspired by one of your clients? Are you going to tell me yeah, about one of your clients? I'm going to quote them. Okay. I've decided I'm going to, let's have a new category. Let's have a new feature of the podcast called pro tips from clients. Okay. Actually, I have, from- I have a pro tip as well from a, a mutual client that we have shared. She had, she posted on Instagram, which I was like, Oh, that's hilarious. I have to remember pro what tips it was from though. clients or pro tips from listeners. Okay. So if you want to send us a pro tip that of something that you're doing, but this guy, these guys are working really hard. And, uh, they took a little bit of a break over the holidays because it's busy and we couldn't kind of find the rhythm, but we talked to each other right at New Year's Eve. And honestly, when I got on the call, I was like, I wasn't sure how it was going to be going. Like, I didn't know because, mm-hmm. you know, the holidays can wreak some havoc on some people. And uh, we had a really great meeting and then he texted me about an hour later and he goes, hey, I forgot to tell you something. I'm going to read it to you. Ready? All right. Well, he, he sent me two things. He sent me a photograph of his um, home screen on his phone. Okay. Okay, so it's just a picture of him and his wife on the phone. It's a lovely picture. They're, they look deliriously happy and uh, both look very, 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 very pretty and handsome and all that stuff. Okay. All right. This is the quote. He said, <clears throat> my client voice. He said, I forgot to tell you this morning about a technique I've been using that you might want to share with your other clients. Okay. So pro right. tip from. Pro tip from. What do we call them? Mystery Chat. client. Jack Daniels. <laughs> J- Jack Daniels. I don't know. I just thought that would oh, be yeah. a fun thing. Don't we call the guys, don't we call Chad. the random guys? We call Chad. Chad. Right on. Yeah. Chad. All right. Pro tip from Chad. All right. <laughs> Chad says, I forgot to tell you about a technique that I've been using that you might want to share with your other clients. I got a picture of me and her, a happy picture on the front of my phone as a wallpaper. So I see it a hundred times a day. It does two things. One reminds me of happy times with her. And two, she loves it because it's flattering to her. And I want to look at that picture of her all day on the front of my phone. Dig from me to you, use it and enjoy it. Okay. All right. I was like, that's very cool. Partly because nobody told him to do that. And it's really consistent with this whole idea of like small things often, dude, Mm -hmm. just do the little things, just Mm -hmm. change your phone, look at beautiful wife Mm -hmm. and think fond thoughts and then try to go figure out how to, I don't know, change a diaper or (laughs) take out the garbage or talk about money or whatever it is, you know? I had a hang, day, out with, hang out with the in-laws. I had a day yesterday 
where I just uh, was like lit up. I was so on fire because what ended up happening was I had all old, old timey clients come back to me. So one client, old timey, old, old timey clients. Um, so folks that I have been seeing and I, I am pretty notorious for telling people, I don't want to see you past six. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I, I'm sorry. I want to hear, I want to hear you say this, but I I forgot to say it. And this and this Episode. has been pro tips from clients. There we go. All right. <laughs> I felt like that was necessary to interrupt pro, me. Pro tip. No. Pro tips from Chad. This has been pro tips from Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Pro tips from Chad. Okay. Hold on. I have. And what's her name? I go on to what do my we call story, her? I have to tell you the the story that I had, which is the pro tip from a wife that when a wife comes to you and says, "Hey, honey, when you have the time, you might as well just put your shoes on now and decide that you need to do it right now. Because that's code for when you have the time is code for I need it done right now. Right? So that's the pro tip from Karen. Yep. Karen and Chad. Oh, it's Chad and Karen. Yeah. Okay. You see where I was going? retire Karen. You want to retire it? Sharon. Anyway, pro tip from Karen. Go. Okay. Well, I just gave it. That was the pro tip. Okay. So the pro tip is put your shoes on when your wife says, do you have the time? Yes. That's her pro tip. She's, she said, here's how to read. Here's how to understand what your wife is saying. When she starts a sentence with, Hey honey, when you have a moment, you might as well just put your shoes on because that's code for, I need you to do this right now. This is the lady we both know. Yes. That's a pro tip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a pro tip. That is 100% accurate. 100% of the time. Okay. All right. I was lit up because what you just gave me was a story about a client where they just kind of did it on their own, right? Like the small things mm-hmm. often. He put a picture of yep. he and his beautiful wife on his home screen. He sees it a hundred times a day, which I thought you were leading up to a joke because I was like, why is he on his phone a hundred times a day? That might... Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Anyway, but you know, good on him. Good on him. He gets to see and be reminded what a hot wife he has. Uh, yeah. the, I have just been blown away by all of these old timey clients that are coming back to see me where they're telling me how they're navigating. It's like they have enough skills to know that they have life as an experiment, right? Like I've been giving couples all these experiments, try this, try that, see how it feels to you. Um, check this out. Like if your love language isn't words of affirmation, like try some physical touch, test that out. Tell me how that goes for you. And I've been really digging on that, but I have had a lot of couples coming to me and telling me what they've been doing. Like, Oh Laura, we thought this was helpful two years ago. So we've tried to revamp it. And this is what we're doing to try and, you know, like navigate our relationship. I'm like, good on you. Just taking it under your own wing to come up with something that you are just like, Hey, let's give this a shot. And I think, that's kind of the fun part about New Year's is just trying something mm. new. I think that's part of the New Year's piece. It's right there in the word. It's right new there. Year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I've just been really impressed with a lot of the people that I've been seeing recently. They've been taking it under their wing to just do it themselves. I love it. Good work, folks. Nice yeah. job. Yeah. They're Don't crushing it. They must have really good your back. You got this. You can, you can run the next mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the thing about running a marathon. I have this, but by the way, if you are interested in running a marathon, uh, I have a really, really great poem. I did not write it. It's called how to run a marathon hmm. that I will send you. Will you send it to me? Yeah. You know what I'll do? I'll take a photo of it and I'll put it on the Instagram. The Instagram. And then will you send it to me since I don't have the Instagram? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay. Appreciate it. 
You know that Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, and that is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, trauma, grief, relationships, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor. With the ability to communicate when and how you want, whether it be messaging, through the phone, or video conferencing. The matching process is quick but thorough. Look, I know that a lot of therapists are booked out and difficult to get into, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you are supporting Marriage Therapy Radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com MTR. So it's trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register with BetterHelp. T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P.com forward slash M-T-R, and you receive a special discount as a Marriage Therapy Radio listener. Hey, you wanted to talk about consent today, which is interesting because I'm like, why do you want to talk about consent? It's something that we talk a lot about in sex therapy school, but um, I'm wondering why it's on your mind. Well, the main reason it's on my mind is because it starts with C. The letter C. Okay. And I think about words that start with the letter C mm-hmm. all the time. That's my favorite curse word, by the way. Is the letter it, C? No. A curse word that starts with the letter C is my favorite curse word. I'm not going to say it. It's a four-letter word, starts with the letter C, and it's my favorite. Yeah, that's like one of like the top five words you can't say. I know. That's probably why it's my favorite. Just saying. Interesting. Yeah. I don't say it often, but when I hear it, it makes me giggle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the reason I want to talk about this, and it's interesting that you mentioned sex school, is because consent consent makes a lot of sense when we're talking about sex, right? If I said, hey, I want to have sex with you, and you're like, I don't want to have sex with you, and mm-hmm. then I still try to have sex with you, that's assault. Yes. Um, and so we all understand that, and there's like all kinds of things about that that, are, that make perfect sense and that we should accept and embrace and endorse. Mm. I think we need to expand that notion into conversation and even into conflict. Right. Hmm. So I walk into a room. I said, Hey, Laura, I want to talk to you about something. You're like, I'm busy making dinner. I go, well, I'm gonna talk to you about it anyway. Right. That is problematic. Yeah. Or I have a, especially I have a problem and I want to address this problem with you. Mm -hmm. And this problem is on my mind and I'm actually kind of heated up about it. And you're not, you're, you're not ready or you don't even think you did anything wrong. Maybe you're also heated up about it. Like if we don't gain consent from one another to talk about to have the fight, then the fight's not going to go well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a missing, to me, I think I've just started to realize it's a missing element in a lot, lot of spaces and a lot of places. Yeah. Um, mm. And so, and I think about it in part because the job that we have, you and I have, and even this podcast, right? The podcast is sort of an implied consent where people walk into our office and they sort of an implied consent about the way we get to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I talk to people in my office that I wouldn't, Ways I would never talk to people at a cocktail party or at dinner, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but because there's an implied readiness or there's implied acceptance of what what is next, you know. So I don't know. I think I want to kind of re- remind us that that's like consent is a really part of being in a relationship with people. Yeah, I remember. 
uh, at some point getting feedback as a therapist that it's not necessary to ask your client for consent. Certain things like, and I thought this was interesting now that we're talking about consent. Um, who was it? I, I can't remember what it was, but the context was basically you practice sort of doing therapy and you get feedback from people, uh, your instructor and other other students or whatever. And there was someone who had a, a strong... Like Steve Call. It's like Steve Call. Exactly. He was your supervisor. Your, yeah. Um, and someone had a strong habit of starting sentences with, may I? Uh, may I interject here just for a moment? Or may I offer mm. a suggestion? Or may I do this? And it was feedback of in, it was kind of like the whole idea of implied consent of what you're doing as a therapist. You don't need to ask for permission to interject. It's implied that you're going to be interjecting. It's implied that you're going to give feedback. It's implied that you're going to say some things that might be hard to hear because they're they might be true, but it's implied. Um, and so uh, I really love that we're talking about consent and expanding it beyond just sex and talking about it in context of uh, consent during conflict. I think also something that's been rattling around a lot is giving consent to show up in a certain way uh, for mm -hmm. your partner. And we've talked about this of it's very confusing when your partner's talking at you and you're trying to figure out what role am I supposed to play here? Am I supposed to be empathetic? Am I supposed to be just like listening and not responding? Am I supposed to offer advice? Am I supposed to like say, poor baby, that's so sad. Am I supposed yeah. to be devil's advocate? And I think that that's also a place where consent comes in where sometimes you need to like give your partner consent to show up or to do, to be a certain way in that conversation. Yeah. Like I, I, I know what you mean. And this, this happens a lot where it's um, sort of advice giving, right? Like somebody comes in and says, Hey, this is what, this is what's going on for me. And you yeah. go, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Have you tried the other thing? I know that when that happens in my house, yeah, I almost feel um, like, stunned. And I, and I literally, mm -hmm. I mean the literal word, I, I have the literal meaning of that word where it's like, I've, like I've been um, like just kind of popped in the uh -huh. chest, not violently, but just sort of like, like, wait, what? Right. Um, uh, no, I, I haven't thought about any of those solutions wow. right now. All I'm trying to do is be mad. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to learn how to say, it's not, it's not aggressive. And, and again, we're having a lot of practice, but I've had to learn to say, no, 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 no. I, I don't want solutions right now. I just want you to hear, yeah. like, let me finish talking about this. Mm -hmm. And then it's sort of a way of saying, Rebecca, you don't have consent yes. to give me input about yeah. this problem right now. Yeah. You're, you're only, you know, and I think, but again, the, it's sort of like, um, I'd be interested to hear about particularly if there's angles of around consent in sex school that I'm like, to me, it's sort of like, yes, no. Right. Mm. But there's also, I don't know, layers or, um, you know, advanced permissions, like, is this okay? Can I go a little far? I don't know, but like what, what <laughs> angles are you guys surfacing as you, as you yeah. sort so, through this? I mean, we have talked a little bit about, um, like consent all along the way. So let's like, just talk about like a, a sexual encounter that begins maybe in the shower. And it's sort of like, Hey, I'm naked in the shower and the consent of, do you mind if I join you in the shower? And we know that you're not getting in the shower to get clean. It's the middle of the day. You're getting in the shower because you want to rub your naked bodies together. So the question of, do you, would you like some company what in the shower? utilitarian in that regard. I'm like, hey, the hot air is going to run out of hot water. Can I, <laughs> can I get some of that? <laughs> you know what? Where's the dog? Throw the dog in here. Why don't you just step in in your clothes? We'll wash yeah, the dog clothes hasn't had at the a same bath time. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's the consent of, hey, do you mind if I join you in the shower? And then it's the consent of, um, may I, you know, like, may I rub your back or may I suds you up? And uh, then it might be consent of, uh, I'm really interested in oral sex. How how do you feel about that? And it's like this ongoing conversation of consent. And I think is it, I, it, is I it think words. It, it absolutely. It can be words. It can be. And if you're unclear, um, and I think that there's like you know the nonverbals. But if you are someone where your nonverbals are not very clear, or um, you're practicing sort of owning your preferences, then I think using language, here's a, I saw this hashtag, whatever consent is sexy. And it totally is when your partner says yes mm. to you. Holy moly, does that feel like a whole lot of desire and willingness to engage and participate. And I think that the more you use your words to consent, mm. the sexier it is. Yes, I yeah, want that. that. Yeah, I'm into that. I mean, the, all the all the words sounds exhausting. Like, can I do this now? Can I do this now? Can mm -hmm. I do this now? That mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure you build some stuff in that's coded in. Um, but the, but the point being that I don't go where I'm not invited to go. Okay, is really feels really feels really sexy, right? Even mm -hmm. like if you, I think about I don't know. I was thinking about the show I was just watching last night. Some stupid young adult dragon show, but like <laughs> sort of this. Uh, do you want me to leave? You know, and she, he was like, do I look like I want you to leave? And then, you know, mm -hmm. they did the, and then they did the, the stuff they made. They in became the, really good friends. Yeah, In the young um, adult show that you were watching, yeah, they yeah. read books. What are they doing, the Dad? Summer. They're just really good friends. They're just going to have a sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so something else that we played with a little bit uh, in sex therapy school, I'm going to totally botch this. And, you know, uh, there's a lot that still is yet to be learned is the question of who is this for, which I really appreciate is mm -hmm. in any sort of engagement, mm -hmm. um, asking yourself the question of who is this for? Is this pleasure for me or is this pleasure for my partner? And um, couples that I've been working with recently, we've really focused on having um, an agreement between the two of you consent that um, we're going to have three minutes or six minutes or 10 minutes. And the pleasure that we are going to, or I'm going to engage in is sure is, is going to be purely for my own pleasure. So I'm going to touch you and I'm going to get consent from you. And if I was to spend, let's say five minutes where I had permission from you, you've given me consent to touch you up. I'm going to touch you purely for my pleasure. So I'm going to pick places on your body that I might really love to touch. And if I'm, you know, someone that is like super into, or maybe there's like a part of your body that you normally wouldn't allow me to explore because you might be sensitive to it, or it's not something that you particularly find pleasurable, but I mm. find really pleasurable to explore. You've mm -hmm. given me consent to explore that under the pretense and understanding that this, these next five minutes are for my pleasure. You're not oh. going to gain pleasure from it, but you're going to allow access. And I have played with that a lot with my clients and it's very PG, but I'm teaching them the PG version so that they can go and do it you know, in their closed doors on their yeah, own. That's cool. Well, it also makes me think too about like, um, who is this conversation for? Yes. What is this conflict for? Who is this conflict for? Mm -hmm. You know, um, Ooh, that's an interesting and, question. And I think, you know, if it's for us, that can be really, that, that obviously is the, the goal, um, mm -hmm. or it, it maybe is the best case scenario. Um, but if it's for you, then yeah, I think you need to get, permission. I think you need to get consent to right. move further into the conversation, you know, to move deeper. And I think it's sort of like, um, 
I mean, we've talked before about how my favorite question is. Who is your best rather, friend in fourth grade? How one of my favorite, <laughs> how one of my favorite questions is, is now a good time? Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Is now a good time? Um, because so many conversations begin without that question. And in fact, it's not a good time. Right. And so it doesn't, there's no reason to expect that to go, go well. I've yeah. said, uh, <laughs> I started saying this again and I, you know, I think we've said things on the podcast many, many times, but maybe we, we have, but, um, right? I can't believe we have people who are still listening. They're like, I listen to every <laughs> maybe, episode. Maybe, maybe we do. There's yeah. 10 episodes. We just repeat it every, every 10 episodes. We just change the wording a little bit. No, but I've said, I've said a hundred times. I know, I know for sure how to guarantee that a conversation is going to go badly yeah. with Rebecca. You know, mm-hmm. um, I wait till she gets in the shower. I go to a different room. I turn on a football game. I go to a different room. I pour a drink. And then I say from that room, hey, I need to ask you about this credit card charge. Mm-hmm. Right. That conversation is going to go bad. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know, so consent, I think, is the act of reverse engineering that. Right. Where you say, hey, babe, um, I, I got to talk to you after we get out of the shower about some stuff I don't recognize on the on the credit card bill. Do you have time? Like mm-hmm. after the kids go to bed. Mm hmm. You know, all of a sudden I've given myself permission to have an intimate conversation about our finances. Totally. You know, versus something that's going to sound more confrontational. So I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot. I think it's a stage that's, I think it's a phase that's missing and I think it's subtle. Yeah. And I do like finding things that make perfect sense in one arena, like sex. Right. And seeing like, why, what happens if that makes sense over there? You know? Yeah. Um, I I call that the Logan Yuri, where you take, you know, like general, so... (laughs) Let me just explain it. So <laughs> Logan Yuri wrote the book. We had her on the podcast, uh, How to Not Die Alone. That's probably not the title, but it's similar to that. And what she did was she took science and behavioral science and research and then applied it to relationships. So she took... Applied it to adult dating, yeah, specifically, yeah. And and I think what we're trying to do is, you know, take consent that's only normally talked about generally in the context of sex and we're expanding it further into relationships and conflict conversations and communication and all of that. Yeah. Right on. I love your facial expressions, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, can I ask you a question? What is yeah, what is one thing that um, you're really looking forward to in the next week? Uh, okay, actually, I'm on a little bit of a roll right now. I'm uh, I've started reading books again, okay. so that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, I've I've been reading uh, two books that I really like. I'm looking forward to building this. My nephew gave me this Lego set. Cool. Uh, All right. For four-year-olds, so it's perfect for me. Should go quickly. It'll take me take me about a half hour. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's going to be fun. Like I just need to kind of I need to get off my phone basically. Yes. Um, and I'm not like again I'm not a um, I'm not even doing anything. It's not even like I have a reasonable. I mean, right. again, crosswords and and jigsaw puzzles. No, not jigsaw puzzles. Crossword puzzles. They're the same. Crossword puzzles and chess, mostly. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I wonder if I got a new email and I don't. And I'm like, what? Well, even if I did, who cares? Right. I'm not, I don't need to do anything about my new email right now. So it's just this like cycle that I've gotten into. So I'm really excited about continuing to learn how to do that. Mindfulness is helping. Cool. So I'm excited about meditating. And um, and yeah, I'm just kind of uh, just kind of like trying to free up space in my head to not feel like I'm just at the mercy of mm-hmm. I don't know inputs all the time. Mm-hmm. 
I like yeah. that. It sounds like you're on a roll. And I can always tell by looking at you, like kind of like, did you get sleep? And are you drinking enough water? Are you working out? And I can tell that you are on a roll right now. You're in a good health. Oh, spot. thanks so much. Yeah. I woke up I woke up maybe 40 seconds before I before I logged onto this. So I, that was nice. I, Thank you for flexing with me this morning. You're welcome. Um, I had the type of morning that we call hashtag parenting, where my I like didn't want to get out of bed. And then I looked at my son and I said, Hey. We're going to Starbucks for breakfast <laughs> on right. the way to school. Doesn't happen very yeah. often. He was so delighted. And that was, I love that he delights in in me being uh, worn down and tired and just like not willing to parent him at that point. Yeah, anyway. right. Okay. Well, I'll see you next week. Adios. This is an interesting conversation. I think we should probably dig more into consent and I'll look into actually getting a, um, somebody on the podcast that can speak more to the, the sex side of consent because there's, there's some really cool stuff that we can un, un, unearth here. That sounds fine. All yeah, right. That sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Adios. Let's land this plane. All right. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. And just as a reminder, if you are interested in giving us some ideas some suggestions for future podcast topics, send us an email, hit us up on the Instagram info. Or if you have a pro tip from Chad, don't forget pro tips from Chad. Okay. Pro uh, pro tips from Chad. Or Karen, I suppose. Or Karen. Pro tips from Sharon. We're going to change it to Sharon. Sharon. Sharon I like Sharon. Okay. Sharon and chat. All right. Okay. Uh, send us an email. Communicate with us. We may not respond back to you, as many of you know. Uh, we're not great at that, but we love to know when our what our listeners are interested in. So send us an email. Hit us up on the Instagram. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks so much for all of your time and attention. Making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.